Have you tried everything from natural to pharmaceutical just to get a good night's rest? Join me, Martha Lewis, as I unpack what's really keeping you up at night and how to change it. You're listening to The Insomnia Fix. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Today, I'm excited to talk to you about why therapy hasn't helped you sleep. Now, one of the things that really makes me angry is when people come to me and they say, oh, I went to my doctor, my blood work was normal, there was nothing wrong, and it's all in your head. You should go to see a therapist or you should take sleep meds or whatever it is. And they totally dismiss, you know, how they're feeling. And a lot of times, you know, these people, they know deep down that something is wrong. They might have other minor symptoms. They know that things aren't right. And that's why they aren't sleeping. And doctors can be really dismissive and just say it's all in your head. And so then the solution is always medication or therapy. I think that one of the reasons why therapy doesn't always help is because it can be very focused on the past. And, you know, if you had trauma, how your childhood experiences might have, might still be affecting you today and affecting your sleep. And yes, I do believe that trauma can affect our sleep um, and that we might have, you know, some underlying thoughts that we maybe haven't dealt with, but I find it less helpful to focus on the past and more helpful to focus on the future. So I know that there are different types of therapy. And so cognitive behavioral therapy is very popular for insomnia as well. And I think that that's great because it is working on rewiring your brain and changing some of your negative thoughts about sleep and looking at how anxiety about sleep, worry about sleep, your relationship with sleep can sabotage your sleep. And that is absolutely something that I think is important as well and that I include in my program. I even have a previous episode where I talked about changing your thoughts to change your sleep. And I will link that in the show notes here because it's using some cognitive behavioral therapy techniques to help with that. And another skill that I use is life coaching. I don't know if you are familiar with life coaching or know what it is. I remember when people first started talking about it 10, 15 years ago, I thought it was ridiculous. And some of the people I knew who became life coaches did not have their act together, in my opinion. I'm like, what are these people doing? telling other people how to live. But that's not really what it is. It is more of helping people be aware of what they're thinking and how that is affecting them in their lives. And so I think it's a very powerful tool to use. And so it's something that I have gotten more and more experience with. And I love it because it differs from some other types of therapy that are more past focused and that it's focused on the future. It's focused on who you want to be, how you want to think, how you want to act, instead of trying to dig up all of our subconscious thoughts based in childhood. It's way more future focused and it can really help to use these tools to rewire your brain to think positively about sleep, about stressors in your life as well. It can apply to pretty much anything, anything in life, not just insomnia. And then back to cognitive behavioral therapy. 
there are definitely, again, some things that I agree with there. I agree it's really important to look at your habits around sleep. You know, I, I've said many times and I stick to it. The reason you aren't sleeping isn't because you're watching TV at night. You know, a lot of people watch TV at night and sleep just fine. Now, can it help your sleep to not watch TV at night, especially if you're having sleep problems? Yes. And so I know that when I was struggling with sleep, I started following a lot of what I call those sleep rules, and they did actually work. It did help me to not watch TV at night and to not read in bed and things like that. But now that I'm sleeping well again, I've gone back to those habits and I can still sleep well. Because I've addressed the other things that were keeping me awake. And it wasn't just the screens at all. So those habits that, that you may learn about in cognitive behavioral therapy are really helpful. And another thing that I got from cognitive behavioral therapy that I recommend to most of my clients is to get out of bed when you can't sleep. This can be really hard for people because you're, you know, they're worried it's going to wake them up even more. They're going to be even more wired. But I found for myself when I wasn't sleeping well that it did help. I actually got more sleep when I would get out of bed. And what I would do is you definitely want to keep the lights dim. You don't want to be watching TV or on your phone. You want to do something re relaxing. For me, I always read. Um, or you could listen to a meditation or you could stretch or you could do a crossword puzzle. But something relaxing that's probably going to tire your brain. And then when you feel sleepy, you go back to bed and go to sleep. And if you think that you've been awake again for more than 10 or 20 minutes, and I recommend not looking at a clock for this because that's likely just going to cause more stress and anxiety. But if you can tell that you've been in bed for a while, you aren't falling back asleep, then get up, get out of bed again, go do something relaxing again in another room with the lights dim until you feel sleepy, and then go back to bed. And so it's not going to be this immediate change. It might take a few nights for your brain to get the message that, okay, when I'm in bed, I'm sleeping. And that's what we're really trying to rewire our brains to have the strong association that bed equals sleep. Bed does not equal lying awake for a long time, getting frustrated because I can't sleep. So doing this is great if whether you have a hard time falling asleep at bedtime or if you're waking up in the middle of the night and having a hard time going back to sleep, if you get out of bed, go do something, you're likely going to fall asleep a lot faster and get more sleep total for the night than if you are just lying there tossing and turning for hours trying to go back to sleep. So there are techniques like that from cognitive behavioral therapy that I really agree with. I'll tell you what I don't agree with. In cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia specifically is doing sleep restriction. So that's where you really restrict the amount of time that you're in bed. So let's say someone is only getting five hours of sleep a night. What's recommended is that they then sleep from midnight to 5 a.m. And I find that this, personally, this for me would be so torturous when I'm used to going to bed at 10 to be figuring out how to stay awake until midnight and being so exhausted and then making myself get up at five, I do not agree that that is necessary at all. And I've had quite a few clients who have gone through that and it helped for a little bit. 
and then it didn't work anymore. I don't find it to be the answer. And I, it just sounds horrible to me to restrict yourself like that. Now, yes, do you want to limit the amount of time you're in bed? You don't want to be in bed for nine hours and only sleeping seven hours. You do want to be getting out of bed, but forcing yourself to stay awake super late or getting up super early is not the answer. And the reason why is because if you aren't able to sleep and you've tried lots of things and you're following a lot of those sleep rules of basic sleep advice, then there's something in your body that is keeping you awake. So at this point, it's more than just mental. And this is even if your blood work has come back normal. I say that in air quotes because blood work isn't looking at everything. It's not looking at how the different systems in your body are working. It's really looking to diagnose a disease or disorder once things have gotten really bad, once they've gotten really out of control. But there are other imbalances that you don't even know are there, right? You could have a pathogen in your gut. You know, something like a parasite is most active at night. That's when it's causing all this inflammation. It's causing your body to release cortisol. You have no idea it's there. The only way it's affecting you is with sleep. It's not, it might not be affecting your digestion at all. There are things like that that are likely keeping you awake. Hormone imbalance is another one that I commonly see. And so I'm excited because I am hosting a masterclass. It's happening October 4th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm going to be talking about these different physical imbalances that are keeping you awake. And so it's called Why You Can't Sleep, Five Hidden Causes of Insomnia. I'm going to get into the five most common things that I see in my clients that are affecting their sleep, again, that are in their bodies they don't know about. And therapy is not going to address this. And so it's really important to address both the body and the mind when you're dealing with insomnia. Because if you struggle to sleep at all, it's gotten into your head, even if you aren't super anxious about it. Some of my clients, it doesn't really bother them that much. But if they've been struggling for 20 years, They've got some negative thoughts about sleep that we want to work on. And for everyone, there's something physically going on too. So we really need to address both. And that's what I do in my program. So I hope you'll join me for the masterclass. It's going to be really interactive. So we're going to be talking about different symptoms that lead to these imbalances. And you can ask questions and get them answered. So you can start getting to the bottom of what could be keeping you awake for you personally. So the link to join will be in the show notes. Um, lastly, I want to talk about my client, David, because he is doing great. And he was really excited to get his test results back to finally have some answers. Again, he had gone to his doctor. He was on trazodone and over-the-counter sleep meds. And he's a very health-conscious person. So he was taking tons of supplements. He was trying all the things. And he was so frustrated because he couldn't sleep, which I get. I've been there too. And so I love it when people are so excited to actually, you know, to get these answers. And that's what the lab tests show. Okay, what is it? What's going on in my gut? What's going on with my hormones? What's going on with my liver? What do we need to work on? Within a month and a half of working together, he is off the trazodone and he had six straight nights of sleeping well in a row. He even traveled recently and slept pretty decently there. And again, this is without meds. So 
he still has a ways to go because we're just starting to correct a lot of these imbalances in his body. But he's excited because he's seen results and he's really focusing on the progress he's made so far, which is what I really encourage my clients to do. And I talk about this in another episode that I will link in the show notes as well about really celebrating all the progress that you're making and focusing on how far you've come instead of how far you still have to go. So this is relevant for any goal, but if, you know, say someone sleeping four to five hours a night feels horrible and they want to get to eight hours a night feeling great without meds, that's a big gap to cover, right? And so if you start focusing on, okay, well now I'm off meds and Maybe I'm still not sleeping eight hours, but I'm sleeping seven hours. Like that is huge progress. So just celebrating all those little milestones is so important to getting better. And he has been great about doing this. And that's why he is seeing results and why he's going to be successful in this program. I hope that you will sign up for the masterclass. I look forward to seeing you there. Otherwise, I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to The Insomnia Fix with Martha Lewis. Be sure to follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to know more about why you can't sleep, go to my website, thecompletesleepsolution.com and download the What's Causing Your Insomnia checklist. You're also welcome to join my community on Facebook, Sleep and Insomnia Help for Adults. Until next time, I'm wishing you a good night's sleep.